Good morning, everyone, and happy Monday morning and happy start to an amazing week. And welcome to Connections Online Studio and to this morning's live chat. I am Nat, Connections Director of Communications and Outreach. And this morning, I'm thrilled to welcome Maude Villeneuve-Lévy, a family counselor at the Société Alzheimer Outaouais. Welcome, Maude. Thank you. Thank you for receiving me this morning. It's for a sure. pleasure to, to talk with you. <laughs> It is. It's always amazing chatting with you, Mo. This will be our second time chatting, actually, so about your organization. So I'm just quickly going to turn to our viewers because I see we do have a few people who are viewing us. And as you know, please make sure to say hi, add comments or questions uh, in the uh, well in the comments section below. Uh, and just to let you know as well that sometimes it does take a bit for the comments to pop up. So please be patient with us. We'll turn to you as soon as uh, we see them pop up or we can answer those. All right, so this morning we're, cha we're chatting about the many resources that the nonprofit, the Société Alzheimer-Outaouais, offers to carers who support a loved one with dementia, such as Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. So, Maude, you've been at the Société Alzheimer-Outaouais for a number of years now. Yeah, it's been, it's been already five years go, go fast, and it goes so fast when you love your job and love what you're doing. But yeah, it's been almost five years. Almost six, five and a half, but yeah. And you started as a, uh, you did start as a family counselor. So you started mm -hmm. as an intervenant and yeah. then you uh, you moved into your role as a family counselor. Actually, I was doing a bit of research on, you know, the society and your role and whatnot. And I noticed that there's a lot of people who um, online on the website um, actually shared a lot of really great messages about how amazing you are. So you must really love your role. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what exactly do you do as a family counselor? Uh, so as a family counselor, we are uh, in charge of meetings with the families. And uh, when I say families, we we're talking about, we refer to um, the principal caregiver, the, the other members of the families, and also the person who lives with the disease. Because uh, a lot of the time when they're they just received the diagnosis they're still able to to learn and they want to reach out and talk about what would they would they leave uh, when they receive the the diagnosis so they need supports they need information about what's going to be happening in those next years uh so we are in charge of the um support emotional supports, giving information to the families and be with them throughout the evolution of the disease. So from the, the beginning of the first, they, when they received the diagnosis and until the, the last steps in, in life. So placements in, in long-term care facilities or also unfortunately death. So you're really there for the whole journey then. Mm -hmm. So you're there from the beginning right to, well, as long as they need you, basically, yep. right? As long as they need that support. Yep. Uh, this month is uh, Alzheimer's Awareness Month. It's January. So today is the last day for, for that uh, Awareness Month. But I just wanted to quickly um, mention to everyone that 
though you're called a Société Alzheimer Outaouais, you actually work with families who have dementia, which is a general term and, or an umbrella term, really, which yeah. describes like a wide range of symptoms. Um, so problems with memory, thinking, and behavior. So I just want everyone to realize that you work with people with dementia in general, and Alzheimer's is one of those um, of those. Uh, our mission's bigger than our name. Uh, so we do work with people who have all types of, of dementia. But nowadays, we, we tend to not refer to dementia type. In English, it's more, it's less pejorative. But in right. French, yeah. we, we change it to neurocognitive disorder right. or um, cognitive impairment. It's less, it's less... Um, pejorative as I said, but we do work with Alzheimer's, which is the more the most common um, the most common um, uh, dementia type. Mm -hmm. uh, but also vascular dementia, um, Lewy body dementia and all other all, all other types. Yeah. So I'm just going to quickly turn to our viewers because we actually have Danielle who's on and Michelle who's on. Just going to quickly say hello. And if there's anyone else, I see other eyes on us, please, you know, say hi and ask questions, comment. We are here to answer any questions you might have. Now, quickly, Mona, I'm just wondering because we are going to be talking about caregivers and how you support caregivers. So for your organization, who would you, um, who would be considered a caregiver? So... Anyone who's giving care and support to um, someone who's, who live with the disease. So as a husband, uh, children to their parents, a primary caregiver. So a caregiver who's, who's, who lives with the afflicted person 24 hours a day, seven days a, a week. Or even someone who go to a neighbor one hour a week to go chat and help with the laundry, the the dishes, and you know, uh, just taking care of the person. We receive them, we give them information and supports, and um, so everybody who, who refer themselves as the caregiver, we help them, and they're they're recognized as caregiver from from us from from our point of view. I'm so glad that you mentioned neighbors because I think a lot of people don't realize that they are caregivers and that they are able to get uh, support from your organization. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that list is a perfect list of anyone really who supports someone uh, with dementia or Alzheimer's. Oh, and I just saw that Michelle saying such an amazing resource for caregivers. It really, really is. So thank you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so how would caregivers contact you for more information about your services? Is there steps to opening a file or? Um, so the fastest and the easiest way is just to give us a call. Um, and I think I saw the our uh, contact information at the beginning or in the um, publicity of our chat. So you'll be able to find that um, contact information over there. But you can also... Uh, write us an email if it's easier for you because we know uh, when you live with someone 24 hours a day and you're not able to, to speak easily about uh, his or hers disease, well, maybe an email is, is the easiest way, but fastest way is just to give us a call. We'll take your information, we'll open a file with you, and if you need an appointment, 
uh, will book an appointment um, and and meet with you and be able to um, to talk about what your needs are as a caregiver or someone who lives with the disease. Now, what if a person with dementia is not ready to receive services? Mm -hmm. so they're not ready to, you know, to kind of be part of the organization or not. Is their caregiver uh, able to contact you if they yeah. need support? Yeah, always. So we, and I think it's the majority of our file is just caregivers who open the file, reach us, uh, reach out to us and um, ask for information, ask for support. And throughout times, we are able to first meet with the caregivers and also after after that, we are able to maybe meet with the, the persons affected by the, by the disease and maybe try to um, compromise about their needs and the needs of the caregivers. But it's not, um, it's not unusual that we have files for caregivers, open files for caregivers, but um, affected person who doesn't want any services of such as respite or day center. So we do offer other, lots of our services are for the caregivers only and not only for the afflicted person. Which I think is wonderful, right? Because then at least the caregiver has the supports that they need to mm -hmm. be able to, you know, to keep going, right? Because yep. I mean, there's so many caregivers who do so much that don't realize they're a caregiver, don't realize mm -hmm. how important their role is and end up uh, exhausted and on burnout as well. So I think yeah. it's just really amazing that you offer that support, uh, even if the person with dementia or Alzheimer's isn't quite ready yet to mm -hmm. uh, take part and whatnot. So what types of supports and services do you provide to your clients? So for the afflicted person who lives with the disease, um, we have respite services. So it's both for the caregivers and also the, the, um, the afflicted person. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we are able to send an employees to their house. So it's in home respite. Uh, and the caregiver can leave for three to four hours. And the employee is able to stay with the persons at home doing activities such as stimulation activities, uh, going for outings, doing groceries with them, um, just going to the museum where, when it's not a pandemic to do COVID. But uh, so, yeah, we're able to do outings when there's no restrictions, when the person's able to go out. Uh, otherwise, they do activities in home and just to maintain the, the abilities that the person's already have and still has um, have left. So and the caregivers is just it give them a peace of mind when they know that the employees is formed. Mm -hmm. uh, they know how to interact with the 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 person with the diagnosis with the dementia people and um otherwise we also have the day center respite so um it's not an in-home services so the person who have the disease come by uh once a week to our center in gadno we had in the past other day center um in different location in utawa but they they sadly um they closed so the only uh, one who's left open is the one in Gatno. It's open Monday to Friday. So we receive five group of people, around 10 to 12 people a day. 
and they're able to interact uh, doing activities such as social activities, physical activities with other people who have the disease. So the, um, the best part is that there is no pressure to be able to do everything to, if you're looking for your words, maybe the other one besides you are able to communicate easier, easier than you, but maybe uh, he has more difficulties with um, mo um, motor, motor difficulties. So mm -hmm. there is quite no diagnosis when you, when you come to the day center because everybody has the disease. So the, um, the intervener has to adapt and offer different type of activities um, and the groups are made that there is, uh, they're formed based on the interest of the person and also their capacities. So what they're able to do and not to do in the stages of the disease. So it's not confronting for, for someone who uh, who's has earlier stage Alzheimer's quite still um, able to do lots of stuff. They're not going to be put in a group where people have more and more difficulties mm -hmm. uh, because of the progression of the disease. And so that's the services for um, people who have the disease and the all of the other um, services we have are for caregivers. So we have um, workshop to learn about uh, what Alzheimer's is, what all of the other type of dementias are because there there's quite a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, that we don't know and it's mainly th the same um manifestation they're not the same cause but um how you interact may be different from one diagnosis to another but in the basis it's, it's just a human approach um and so we're able to teach caregivers about how to interact how to adapt and how to prepare for the future we also have support group who, by the way, starts um, in two weeks. Oh. So we will be hosting one in English for Anglophone group. I'll be the family uh, counselor in charge of it. So if you want to um, to participate, you just give us a call and we'll put your name up. It will be at the offices of uh, Societe Alzheimer in Gatineau. It's uh, six... Um, it, there is six uh, date okay. every two weeks. So it's starting on um, the second week of February, I think. I'm not sure about the, the exact date, um, but second of February and it's every two weeks. So caregivers are able to meet with other caregivers and speak about their experience, their emotion throughout a family counselor who is able to manage the group and make sure everyone's um, Emotions are taken care of and everybody's able to speak how they want to speak it. Um, so, but mostly I'm just there being the group manager, but otherwise it's just pretty good in, in interaction between caregivers. And and there's a way to, it's a good way to socialize mm -hmm. with other caregiver because there's a lot of loneliness in caregiving. Yes. So... Well, yeah. It's a way to connect and to share stories and whatnot. And and what I'll do is um, later on uh, when we're when our chat is a video and whatnot, I'll make sure to share that information in the comments section so that everyone can find it. Oh, thank you. Uh, because actually, in fact, all of your services are bilingual. 
Yep. Right. So you've got your oh, workshops yeah. French and English, your day centers are also bilingual. Yep. Um, and yeah, so it's really definitely something to check out. Now I'm just going to go up here. A few people who joined us, Cheryl's here with us and Valerie is with us. Oh, she's saying very valuable resources. I will share with my constituents in Bristol. Oh, that's awesome. Valerie. Thank you so much for that. And for people uh, in Pontiac area, I'm the family counselor also in charge of the, so we are six family counselor at the Société Alzheimer uh, in Ottawa. And we are all uh, in charge of one um, MRC, so one sector of the Ottawa. So one's in charge of uh, Papineauville, uh, another one's in charge of, of Shawville, so that's that's me. Uh, oh. Another one's in charge of Maniwaki area, so um we know the the area really well so if we're not able to give you any services we are able to refer you to uh another services in your area so yeah well actually valerie has is actually has a little question she says because it's so difficult for caregivers to get away would you consider offering a comprehensive workshop in a location such as shawville so that it might be easier to attend so we um, we have workshop. So Andre Michel, my coworker, is in charge of the the the. She's the former the conferency um, employees at Alzheimer's Society. And so if you Valerie, if you go check on our Facebook page in the event sections, you'll find every date, uh, every um, workshop, support groups. So every information will be there in this sections. We will post it because um, all of our services is from uh, how, how we we put up those dates is through season. So now there's a group in, starting in February for the winter 2022. There will be another group in spring, another one in uh, in summer, etc. So every every season, every couple of months, we put those events on our Facebook page and also on our website so you'll be able to find everything there and we will have um we will have workshops uh um not support group uh, unfortunately not yet but support groups or other conferency um in in shawville through i don't want to say say it wrong but it's a uh, anglicans church on yeah. i think it's on main street or uh, a street uh, in the area, but there will be uh, a church uh, who, who will be hosting our workshop uh, in partnership. So thank you to 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 that. But we will have workshop in um, in Pontiac for sure in next week or month. Yeah. And I think that's actually the same location where we have our uh, Shawville Satellite Office because you yeah, that's with right. It's the same place. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there we go. St. Paul's Anglican Church. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. We have offices there. And I know that we often share a lot, well, your workshops and whatnot with our community. So that's why it's so great to chat with you, right? Because we get like one-on-one -on -one exactly what's happening. And what I did is I made sure to put the website up for anyone who's searching. And I also put up the Facebook page because they really do have amazing workshops, amazing resources. If you are caring for someone, you know, and that person's not quite ready to reach out yet, mm -hmm. you can as a caregiver, right? And don't forget, as Mode said as well, um, it doesn't have to be someone who's caring for them 
all the time, right? Mm -hmm. If you're helping a neighbor, uh, you can also ask for support and also ask for information as well, right, Mode, If someone's just not sure how to help someone and they're, you know, seeking information on, you know, what can they do to help a neighbor, they could definitely call you or email you to get yeah. that information. So there, uh, as I said, we are six family counselors and there is always one who are available at the office uh, from 8.30 to 4.30 p.m. Uh, so she'll be able to answer the phone, uh, answer your email on time, or just if, if she's not available it's because she's with uh, another family or not another caregiver, but um, we'll be able to answer all of your questions um, in the same day or so. 24 hours will be, will be our, our minimum, but we'll call you back if we're not able to, to reach you out. We'll answer your questions. So as you said, it'd be a neighbor, a family member, your husband, your your parents, or it can be, you know, even if it's for your parents, your mom may not be ready to give us a call, but you can uh, reach out to us to have the information, bring it back to your mom. And so we'll, we'll know sh we are existing, we are there. And when she'll be ready, she'll give us a call and and then I just wanted to give you a big thank you, Mo. Thank so I'll just you. Put that up on the screen for you so you can see it. So I just wanted to go back quickly. I know we're kind of almost wrapped up and whatnot, but I'm just really curious because of your day centers. I'm just wondering what kind of activities do you do uh, with uh, people who are joining you? Because it's it's five times a week, right? And each group has about ten people bilingual but what kind of fun stuff do you do so yeah. it it is five uh days a week but the the person came by one day a week okay so when we, we open the file we're able to offer the services the person can come one day a week it's from mm -hmm. nine to three so it's it's six hours of respite for the caregivers but it, it's also six hours of good stimulation for the person who have the the, the disease they do just just to be with other people, no pressure, um, socialize. How was your week? Uh, there's there's a lot of people who, who didn't quite socialize in the last few years due to the disease, due to pandemics, and just to be able with to be with others, uh, speak about how they're doing, creating a relationship. It's great, really nice to see. But they do uh, cognitive activities, social, uh, from time to another, the intervena at the day center needs to go buy milk. Okay, well, you, you'll take one or two participants and go to Walmart or to the, go to the grocery and buy milk and just came back. So we're doing a lot of activities, day-to-day -day activities to maintain the abilities of, of the person who has the disease. Yeah, and as well, I'm sure to ensure that they, you know, that they are uh, autonomous for as long as possible, yeah. as women, right? So that's our is, main goal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's amazing for both the person who uh, with living with dementia and then the caregiver who has mm -hmm. that opportunity uh, to kind of, you know, to have time not just for themselves but to go do groceries or get stuff done around the house, yeah. right? So they have and, that. and even though it's for respite. There's a lot of people, we have a group on, on Thursday, it's people who have um, early onset Alzheimer's. So people who are still autonomous and lots of capacities, but it's their days. It's 
it's not only for respite for the caregivers. It's just they need to interact with others. They need to know that their life is not finished after the diagnosis. They need to still do something. And it's so beautiful to, they tell us that this is their day. This is their group they're doing for themselves, not only for the caregiver because she needs respite or she needs she needs their day or whatever. It's really their activities. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's so empowering to to be part of that. It must be. You must really love doing your work. It is. <laughs> it, it is empowering to know that we are here for the families, and with with all the the lack of resources that there is currently in our our social system, but to know that we are there, that we can still interact with others and maybe help on day to day basis or just a little bit, it's it's really uh, valuable. It is, yeah, and your uh, your organization is amazing. The services that you provide are amazing. So I invite everyone to please, you know, visit the website, visit their Facebook page. If you know someone uh, who is a caregiver or someone who ha is living with dementia, mm -hmm. make sure to let them know that the services are open, they're bilingual, they're available to everyone in the Udaway. So, Mode, I wanted to th say Huge thank you for joining us again. As always, it's a joy chatting with you about you and about your organization. We are always so thankful to welcome you to, um, to our online studio. So huge thanks from us and a huge thanks as well for everyone who is watching. Thanks so much. And I guess have an amazing morning. It's still Monday morning and yep. have an amazing week. And again, if you have any questions, please uh, email Mo, call Mo. She would be more than happy to speak to you. And I'm just going to share these final messages, Mo, because they are so, they're so amazing. So that if you're saying thank you, we'll spread the news. And then we have someone else who's saying thank you, Mo, for your amazing work. And of course, Danielle. <laughs> who is saying thank you mode as well so mode thank, thank you. you so much for joining us thank and for you for the opportunity that you're giving us this morning and it, it will be a pleasure for for me and for my co-worker the family counselor to to answer your call to answer your your needs as all they are thanks so much mode and thanks so much everyone have a wonderful day Oh, and quickly, sorry, I'm, I was about to leave, but I just remembered, make sure everyone to please connect again this evening because we now have all of our students are going to start doing their lives at 7 p.m. And in fact, in this you'll love mode, actually, there's uh, Lindsay is going to be doing some stuff on uh, Jog Your Mind. So mm. not mental health, but, you know, brain health and whatnot. So we've got some really amazing stuff from our amazing first year medical students. So make sure to be on Monday to Thursday, 7 p.m. starting tonight. All right. So thanks so much, everyone. And we'll talk again soon. Have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, Mode.